This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean, journalist, and um, Alan Cochran, comedian. Um, you can tweet us at Frank on the radio or email us via the Absolute Radio website. But you know what? Don't text us today because we are not live. No. We are not live, ladies and gentlemen. I, um... I hate to tell you. Sorry, I just uh, I touched the wrong fader. What? Why well, you're not interested in that, are you? No. Get back to your bacon. <laughs> so, um... Yes, well, the reason we're pre-recording it is I'm not going away or anything. It's just that I've listened to it a couple of weeks ago going out. <laughs> oh, it was so brilliant. I... I want to listen to it again, yeah. I believe you said a couple of weeks ago, your exact words were, I envy our listeners. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Um, And I'm very much uh, looking forward to, uh, as I can can sense myself smiling at home, even now. That's nice. Not not that there's anything funny happening, but I just know there will be. Oh, yeah, there's a definite sense of I say well, I I mean suspect. Oh, it's um, it's lovely. I quite like the pre-record atmosphere. It's a bit like remember the last day of term and everyone would wear mufti. Oh, yes, yeah. it's we mufti. never called it mufti. That's a modern phrase to me. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's something I've learned since uh, being. But a it's grown not up modern, is it? It's old. I think, I think it's, it's really old. old but in Yorkshire, we called it non-uniform day. <laughs> non-uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so practical, the Yorkshire very people. Very dour, down-to-earth <laughs> use I don't of know, language. It, it could suggest any of these fancy mufti ways. <laughs> okay, but couldn't it suggest that you're going to adopt an alternative approach to life, a non-uniform? Yeah, and that's where some of the children went off the rails on that particular Friday. It was the one day of the week the people from Yorkshire expressed their individuality. <laughs> I've <laughs> been sort of been trapped in the L.S. Lowry painting world. I know that's Lancashire, but it is. well, they sell it like it is apparently. Do, do they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's, you know, hear all, see all, say nout. Yeah. I He's believe all it's... drink all, pay nout. Oh, uh, I thought it was where now. I can't that's think. Where I've been going no, no. wrong. I can't think of uh, another very, one. Um, it's the Yorkshireman's grow advice. a moustache, wear a floral shirt, <laughs> come out. <laughs> Did they say that? That's, that's me today. Come out you or <laughs> go on QI if you're going to wear the floral shirt. Oh, yes. Love a floral that. shirt. Can I that. say, on, on the subject of... Um, no, I won't use that as a, as a segue. But yeah. um, Alan uh, spoke, uh, I thought, recklessly of growing a moustache <laughs> on the lap. <laughs> but lo and behold, um, yeah. it's... I wouldn't say it's there, but no. it's, it's... Is that it's, what that is? It's what they call coming. there or thereabouts, isn't it? I, I thought... <laughs> I think we're already fans of that term. Frank, I was in that awkward <laughs> thing where do I say something? No, you don't have to. I mean, I quite like it. I'll tell you it. what, people were really avoiding my uh, eye contact earlier when I, I had left some um, sort of, uh, what's it called, handlebar-style droopy well you're saying you're saying handlebar but what you're signifying is a viva sapata oh is it <laughs> handlebar sort of goes up oh is it yeah it no, goes onto the onto the cheeks yours is more tom of finland google it oh well i've uh, oh I've no i don't need off. to i'm not googling tom of finland again <clears throat> but it's I, one I've of wasted the, hours it's one of the celebrations How do they breathe of... in those trousers <laughs> sorry it's one of the celebrations of having kind of a uh a, a non-uniform requiring job, isn't it? Like, if I have a... A mufti job. Cares. Yeah, I've got a mufti job. Why out? It doesn't matter, What, does what was the reason behind the, the tash? Well, remember my wife said to me... Oh, the wife, I yes. I think you might like... Good. Yeah. She's since retracted that comment, I must say. 
<laughs> How do you feel? It's, I feel it's she going quite well. I actually said this morning, do you know what? I'd be fine if you just shaved a lot. And I thought, no, I'm going to keep it now. Be careful what you oh. wish for. I'll tell you what I like about it. A walking parable. That's oh, yeah. what I am. I, um, I like the fact that you could have done this in November and raised a lot of money for charity. <laughs> but not no. a bit of it. Not Let's a face bit. it. I mean, I think we all know that <laughs> charity now is probably just about topped up, got enough. Yeah, it's fine. I think we can all, uh, we can all relax on the charity front. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I've got some uh, top lip news. Have you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got some hair lip, but I'll save that. Ah, okay. I, um, I tell you what, I've, my, my child mm. has um, seemingly, has, we, you know, we haven't had it tested. I think he's got a cold sore. Ooh. Oh. Now, I've been kissing him on a regular basis during the growth of this um, phenomenon. And I... As a 60-year-old man, I've never had a cold sore in my life. Right. And to get one at this age, you know, they say that, that, that all my new experiences are all done and dusted. I think oh, not. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could end up with my first ever I don't think you cold will, though. Yeah. I don't think you will. Why not? Isn't it about um, some kind of bacteria that's in you? Is it? So you take it? that back. You get it or you don't. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, I think so. so. if you kiss someone some with a cold sore... Some people don't get them. Yeah. I mean, this is not medical advice coming from me. <laughs> no. As you say, a comedian. Well, that's, yeah. that's heartening. Yeah, I don't want listeners to I don't thinking, get them, well, just FYI. I once took a septic foot to Harry Hill. Did you? In Edinburgh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm happy to mix medicine and mirth. Oh, good. It's <laughs> yeah. one of your mottos. Isn't it? <laughs> well, it's, um, it's, it's on the bench. Yeah. It's on the motto's bench. It's not in the first so many, haven't you? Oh, God, I've got to... So you've got, have you got any tingling, Frank? Well, you know what? Of course, once I realised that it was a possibility, I got tingling. Oh. I yeah. got um, psychosomatic tingling. Yeah. Which, One of my favourite albums. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it oh. is. But what happened Pete to Van Morrison? Flynn at his best. <laughs> no, it's... Um, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the cold, so I don't know if anyone is, really. I don't want a top lip that looks like the roadkill version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yeah. which is what it used is. It's like all pink and then, then one glowing red thing. Yeah. I would stay in if I got a cold sore. I wouldn't leave the house. Really? Yeah. Have you never had one either? No. I thought they no, were a, I thought they were a common player. No, then, I thought that was great some... news, we can snog without fear of I mean, infection. I got asked that before joining the show. Isn't that not a prerequisite of all on-air talent? I'm not. Um, I'm, I was told. I'm not part of the um, <laughs> the, the pre-team <laughs> grilling. <laughs> no, I mean I, I may have hinted that the Colesaw thing was a good idea to ask, but I, I wasn't. Um, oh well, that's not that very literally. He does what he wants, largely. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm a bit um, I'm a bit concerned about it, to be honest. Hmm. So um, I tell you what, I I, I what well, does Kath get them? Sorry to interrupt. Frank. No, Kath does doesn't get him either, so she's in a panic, because as she said said to me, I've been sharing my lip seal with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, God, we've moved on, haven't we, since the, the 80s, when we were all afraid of hypodermic syringes and yeah. stuff like yes. that. Now it's balm. Yeah. We've got balm anxiety. With an L. You say yeah. it with the L. I do, you? I give it the L. Yeah. Do, you know, do you say balm? I do, yeah. No, I think then a balm pot. 
I don't know. <laughs> and the thing is, you can get a balm pot, of course. You can. It's not always in a tube or so a So do you go balmy or balmy? No, balmy is with an R, I think. Okay. But it's the weather. Depending is. on... No, except yeah, if there's with an L. Well, what about St. Um, Paul Robeson's There is a balm in Gilead? You know that one, do you? I do not know that one. There is a balm in Gilead. Is it ringing any bells? No, not okay. yet. I Apparently often think there should be a, a like a crib sheet that goes with this show. I'm just thinking how much I envy our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am a listener, and I'm almost certainly singing along with the uh, the Robesonian activity. No, I think he says there's a balm in Gilead that makes the wounded whole. Catchy. Yeah. We've gone a bit Robert which, Louis Stevenson. Which could be Lipsil, let's face yeah. it. It doesn't exactly make it whole, but it can take, take away a chap. And I haven't took away a chap since I had the um, Collar Your Own Big Tom of Finland book. <laughs> Is it worth a buy? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I'll tell you what I watched this week. I might have even mentioned this film last week because I watched it over three nights. It was um, The Incredible Journey. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, three nights you watched it. Was yeah. it like Nosferatu? Well, I watch it with um, with bars, and we don't allow him more than um, forty minutes of screen time a day. Okay. Because I don't want him to become one of those zombie kids just sitting yeah. looking at an iPhone or an iPad all mm-hmm. day. I like the fact that when he's an adult, he'll go to the cinema with a lady, and after forty minutes, he'll say, "Okay, I think we better we better move on now." Yeah. He'll get used to those increments, which well, I quite a, like. Do you still get an intermission if it's a long <laughs> film? I don't <laughs> think you do. It used to be a lovely thing at the cinema. Yeah. Last time I remember that was my parents took me to see Gone with the Wind. Oh, goodness. back in the seventies, and there was an intermission. I remember there was one in uh, Cheyenne Autumn. Right. Uh, remember her. <laughs> And uh, it just it also it was quite brisk. It was there was you know there was yeah. people driving, uh, not driving, riding past uh, cacti, and um, a couple of Mexicans in bandoleros. And ping, intermission suddenly came up like that. And uh, you know it was all ice cream and uh, sausage in a roll in a box for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think I had a Kiora. Whose is that? I don't know, but I, I can think hear. it might be mine. I can hear music. Is it heavenly oh, choir? I won't get it. Shall I get it? No, no I don't, I'll turn don't it. get it. You won't get it. <laughs> I do apologise. That's OK. Whoever it's that a... is, I'm no longer going to speak to them. It's a lovely ringtone. It's got an element of me, a swan. <laughs> well, you once on. called it Cliff Richard's car alarm. Oh, have yeah, that to, was... Have uh, you gone uh, to airplane mode, or did you just... Well, I normally do, but I was in a rush because of the builders. I mean, just then, because it may ring again. Yes, I've gone to. I've turned it off now. I'll tell you what I love about airplane Apologies, mode. everyone. <laughs> okay, it's accepted. Thank Taken, you. yeah. Um, I love the aftermath of airplane mode. Which is mm. what? I always put it on, put it off, rather, airplane mode, thinking there will be a text or email here that will change my life. Do you know what I mean? A yeah. real... I always used to say, to, when I lived with David Baddiel, whenever the phone rang, I'd say, that'll be Val Parnell for me. Oh. Val Parnell was like, uh, he used to produce Sunday Night at London Palladium. Oh, I yeah. think he'd been dead for some years. <coughs> but yeah, um, it, it seemed to me like the ultimate exciting phone call <laughs> to get. And I always think there'll be something, you know, something waiting for me at the end of the airplane mode. There would have been a lady saying, I've got Mr Parnell for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> slightly 1940s voice. Your manager still does that. Does he? Do you not aware of this? 
they'll say, are we allowed, are we allowed to say his name? Oh, it's so. called John. Someone will say, I've got John for you. And then you have to wait 20 minutes whilst they locate him. Yes, he hasn't got time to actually find me no, himself. he can't do the dials. So anyway, I was watching Incredible Journey, and not made in 1963. And can I, what the great thing about the fact that it was made in 1963 was a journey in 1963 <laughs> was a physical activity. It involved mm. um, mileage. Yeah. You know, nowadays, a journey is some sort of emotional... Yeah. Oh, you yes. cannot have a meeting as like a song uh, on the X Factor, isn't it, nowadays? Journey. Oh, oh everything. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have meetings about doing documentaries and people will say to me, yeah, but what's your, what's your journey mm. going to be? And I reach for my 60-plus bus pass <laughs> <laughs> and say, well, well we can see I and do all the zones. <laughs> but this is interested. an actual journey. This is an actual, yeah. it, it has a measurable mileage. That's how I define the journey. <laughs> There's animals in it. I mean, it's the dream film. Got it is. to the accountant about you today, measurable mileage. Well, I just, I'm so sick of the J word in people saying, oh, you know, it's a real journey for me. Was it? That, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, is always the best response. Skinner on the radio. Um, so, yeah, it's it. So, are you aware of the incredible journey, Alan? Uh, You're looking at me only insofar as that you recommended it to me last week, and I put it into my notes in my phone. Oh, good. I in love fact, I think I wrote yeah. an incredible journey film recommended by Frank. Oh, lovely. It's a dog and two cats starring. It's uh, two dogs oh, and a cat. Dogs and cat. Oh, I mean, I don't expect that from our dog <laughs> correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me, what an error. Um, it's an English, an English uh, bull terrier is wonderful. Oh, lovely breed. Do you think that's a lovely breed? Mm. I'll tell you what I always think oh, of. Oh, God's chilling. With the English bull terrier, um, there was a, they once had a series of um, historical heads on the back of cereal packets when I was a kid. And you cut them out and you had to... I remember I had it Henry VIII. I bet that looked attractive. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, you put it on like some sort of mask. No, you didn't wear it. You, <laughs> you cut it and you, you folded it and constructed it into a head. Oh, OK. But, um, but whenever it's done with car... I've seen it done with cardboard heads before. Um, we've got a cardboard uh, Boss Lightyear head in our house. Sounds fun. And it's like very block, obviously it's very block-like, lots of straight lines and edges. And it seems to me that the English Bull Terrier, that's what they've done with the head. Yes. And also... Patch on the eye as well. Yes. Yeah. And also a tightness of the skin across the the cereal box head. Yeah. It looks Mm. to me like a cost-cutting exercise, the whole... There there isn't quite enough skin. Listen, cover. I'm with you. I would say it looks inherently, it looks unfinished. It's stretched too tightly. I know, I know. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's going pink in parts where it, the surface is actually breaking through the pelt. Don't get it in the sun. It's a thing that moments ago I was worried about you spoiling the film for me. <laughs> no, no, I've spoiled an entire dog breed. <laughs> yeah. There'll be people at home, of course, who are English bull terrier. And the way people get about dogs, no disrespect, <laughs> hasn't come to accept it. It's interesting. Hey, Frank, am I in the dog chair now? Oh, yeah. you're totally in the dog chair. I'm sorry about that hair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'll sit, I'll sit in the dog chair. I understand your reservations <laughs> about the breed. Yes. Just because... I, I agree with you. I mean, it's a taut animal, isn't it? Oh, so but I like that in an animal. <clears throat> I think it's just... The skeleton has got a bit too big for the, for the, uh, for the skin. OK. But, you know... 
I know the feeling. Almost like they've tumble dried their skin and then put it back on. And yeah, just, exactly. Just lovely metaphor. Lovely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a bit Image too there, Al. Mm. Do a lot of tumble drying, shrinking. So there's him and there's, there's a Labrador oh, who yeah. obviously is the rock, you know, the, the solid, solid character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a Siamese cat. Yeah. Which they love the Siamese cat, the Disney world. Yeah. Well, they were very popular in the in that at that time, 60s and 70s. You know, mm. we are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> okay? What? Well, I'm just saying, looking back, that song. Yeah, they weren't conjoined, oh, okay. the cats. <laughs> From Siam. Yeah. They're all right, they were separate entities. So. No, I just um, remember being cats, sung in the, a slightly... If the cats had been conjoined, that would have been... I, that, it's a scene you'd not see anymore. No. But I now, just remember a slightly God. offensive accident. That's mm. all when it was sung. Well, I think I think you could be Siamese without offending anyone, then, okay? Okay. I, don't, I think that... Was it pre-Thailand? When did Thailand start? Oh, I don't know. When it oh, all kicked it's off. It's getting harder and harder to write the show notes <laughs> on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm really missing the listeners, because we, we'd have had... I know, they would have known everything. ...to the... Time-honoured quiz question: When did Thailand start? <laughs> <laughs> As if it was like someone coming in for a screening of Thailand. <laughs> when did it start? So I have just missed the first five minutes, mate. You'll be all right. Forty minutes. The sequel well. to Siam, which brings us neatly back to the incredible journey. Yes, but I think the the obsession with Siamese cats um, mm. at Disney. I'm guessing there was some. Uh, a sort of salesman. You know, when you go in a, in a, a hotel room, lots of British sort of middle to lower grade hotel rooms have got the Corby trouser press. Well, Al yeah. knows about that. And yeah. obviously there was some character who went around selling those and just managed to sell them to a, in massive chains of hotel. I think some chancer <laughs> from Siam yeah. turned up at the Disney things and said, look, if you're going to put cats in, I'm not doing the voice, if you put, put, <laughs> put cats in... But he did say, in, if you please, I, I got, believe, yeah. when he came in. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some cats, or just they'll, they'll fill all your, you know, tick all the boxes. Just use these cats, mm. if you please. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll be on my way if you don't, please. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Very well. I thought they'd come in members. when um, Emily's phone went off. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they'd turned up, but no, it, it was a false alarm. It wasn't an alarm, it was a ringtone, you know mm. what I mean? Don't be pedantic. Why not? I love it. Frank Skinner on the radio. I'm in, in the great tradition of this show's late reviews, I'm talking about the 1963 version of The Incredible Journey. <laughs> yes. In and detail. We were talking about... I asked you off air about uh, some of the Siamese songs. Yes, well, I think we are Siamese, if you please. Lady in the Tramp. Lady in the Tramp, and there was another one from the King and I. March of the Siamese Children. Get your ringtone for backing. But I once in my drinking days, I I saw your Brenner play on the stage. Thank you. Did you? Yes. Lovely. I saw. I saw um, a weird moment in the show. <laughs> I worked. I worked with. That's his, quite a thing to see. I worked with your Brenner's former PA, and he gave me a photograph. All. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if he's classed as one of the all. <laughs> I think so. But um, he gave me a photo that your Brenner had took of his daughter with a big fly on her nose. Still got it. Really? That's a good. Still photo. got it. Um, yes. Okay. We'll put it. Obviously, we'll put it on it's social media. You'll be gagging to see. I'm yeah, sure. Frank, it's better than my two Emma love F Bruno. 
yeah. which I got. F. Bruner. Yeah. Excellent. Anyway. So, um, yes, I, I, was in, I was in a public house called The Dock. I was very drunk. And I saw um, Kenny Ball and his jazz men. Just not playing, just relaxing. If you remember Kenny Ball, his big hit was uh, Midnight in Moscow, which was once played on Radio Throstle at the West Bromwich Albion uh, PA um, station. And it was played, we were playing uh, Dinamo Bucharest, and they hadn't got the Romanian national anthem, so they played Kenny Ball's Midnight in (laughs) Moscow as an approximation. (laughs) There was some confusion, but anyway... One of his other hits was a jazz version of um, March of the Siamese Children, which I sang with my trousers and underpants around my ankles for the entertainment of him and his jazz band. You've got to imagine it's the jolting, the jolting yeah, rhythm which caused the problem. They so. found it an initially entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I don't think it would be an overstatement to say they were repulsed. <laughs> You see, it's a long song as well. I, I wonder where what? that was going, that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Frank, what, I didn't do that. I didn't do the whole thing. What breaks thing. it up, if I may say... I spared them the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very relieved to hear that. Yes. Um, anyway. Oh, my heavens. Anyway, the point I was trying to wow. make about the whole incredible <laughs> journey... Um, and that was quite a journey. You it was. It was. Pre-record for many, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it was... Um, thank God we can edit the smot out of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't do the edit? OK. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'll be enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There's a remake, a modern-day remake, oh. um, of The Incredible Journey... And I'm going to go straight to it. It's mm. got um, it's got SDS problems. What's that? Uh, Scrappy Doo syndrome. Oh, lovely! So what they've done? This I love this. Frankly. It was all done with commentary. It was quite realistic. The dogs and the cats. I was now, going to ask who's in it. Now <laughs> they well, there's, there is there's people doing the voices. Though. Oh, are there? So now the animals speak. Oh. So are there famous people like Justin Bieber is the Siamese? Atiru does it. Um, Michael, who was the guy who got... Is this a young heartthrob? He was in an American sitcom and he got very poorly. Michael Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is in it. Ironically, playing a dog. (laughs) He should have been in Fox and Hound. That would have confused things. (laughs) That's a good point. Um, with Rufus Hound, ideally, just to really... (laughs) On the casting, they're saying, oh, no, hold on, we're going to have to stop. Who's who's what on this? Anyway, so they, they... that's it. They've they've sold out, and whereas mm. it was, it felt like a documentary. The original. Yeah. Now there's, and they don't even they're, they're not doing the mouths. The mouths remain the, the same. Mouths. It's it's like the telepathy. Oh. It's like War of the Worlds with the Martians. And have they gone for the same breeds? They have gone for the same breeds. But I can I tell you, originally, this was the name of the dogs. The the, the English bull terrier was Bodger, mm. Tau, yep. was the um, the cat, right. and Luath. Was the Labrador quite extraordinary? Ridiculous. biblical. No, but the the, uh, the English bull terrier is called Chance. Okay. This is before he started winning Grammy awards. <laughs> Shadow is the. Uh, so got a bit gladiators ready. Yes, yeah, and uh, Sassy is the cat. <gasps> oh 
all. They've lost on oh, no, eight. They've <laughs> lost the whole, um, you know, martial arts sort of oriental Sassy Tau. was someone you visited back in the 80s, right? Yeah, it was Tau, and now it's Tau Sassy. Oh. I don't like sound of sassy. It's really let the whole thing down. I'd like to have been at that meeting when they said, you know, we can't stick with these names, can we? No. What about sassy? Hmm. They'd obviously been to Spearmint Rhino the night before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he's, in it. he's in it, Spearmint <laughs> Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, um, do you remember the, 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 the famous story, I say famous, four people have heard it, about... Um, Faulty Towers, when they did the remake in America, they had a meeting about it. And they, the Americans who wanted to make it said, we absolutely love it, but um, we don't like the Basil character. It's too aggressive. So they dropped Basil Faulty. No. And the hotel was run by Manuel. Really? Uh, yeah. I think it ran three episodes before they pulled him. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is in the same league. Tow to sassy? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's not um, Tinder. It's not Tinder. <laughs> no. I just I thought it was know, a strange bit of football commentary there. <laughs> Tow to sassy, cleverly. <laughs> it's not Tinder. It is. It's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, only, if only that's what had happened. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website, but don't text today, please, because we have messed about with the space-time continuum and we are not actually live. I'm going to be straight with you. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. It's a long way of saying Sorry, it's a Sorry, Ken, is what Adele shouted at the Grammys at one point, which really made me laugh for some reason. I don't want to know who he is. I no, like no. not knowing. No, we don't want to know about Ken. Anyway, on, on the we were talking about, um, if you recall, we're not going to go. We're not going to do another hour on uh, the incredible journey and it, how it's changed. No. no. But um, do you remember a few weeks ago I, I spoke of Andrew's liver salts? Yes, I do yes. remember that. Yeah, mm. they were. It's a, it's a fascinating combo in that. It was a laxative if you had two spoonfuls in water. <laughs> and if you had one spoonful in water, it was, a, and I quote, a refreshing <laughs> drink. <laughs> There's so few laxatives where you can uh, just tweak the dosage one and suddenly it's party time. <laughs> well, almost never with a laxative, I find. Well, I don't know. One spoonful away from drama. Exactly. Didn't, didn't we yeah. get some text saying that it's now um, marketed as Andrew Salts? They've taken the oh, liver out. So they've gone that? down the medical route, not the refreshing. I think they took off this, uh, the the thing saying no longer recommended as a refreshing drink. No, they they took oh. they took the refreshing drink thing. Well, I tell you what else I noticed. It's not stopped you though, has it? I bet you still have it. <laughs> I think it would still work. I mean, don't yeah. quote me on this in case it's uh, lethal. Or, and you, or you find yourself up to your neck in your own like soilage. I like the idea of you as a child eating raw sausages and drinking Andrew's liver salt. Exactly. And then there was some sterilised sterilised milk in lemonade was the other thing. So it meant white lemonade. Powdered egg. Yes, oh, no powdered goodness. egg. I never, never had that. Anyway, um, so I saw. I was in the the, the chemist. And the uh, don't ask. <laughs> oh, we won't. Um, I was I was in the chemist, and um, 
I saw some Andrews. Oh, uh, Andrew Salts. Oh, yeah. Now, they're no longer in the tin, are they? We've no, established that. they're in a plastic, that. plastic They're uh, in the Ovaltini's oh. tin before. And I'll tell you what progress. it says on the front. It says, um, fast and effective relief from upset stomach. Oh, OK. Now, I thought, isn't that in typical of the modern world? They just don't want to face facts. The upset <laughs> stomach. We know what you mean. Yeah. Whereas it used to say on the front, and I quote... Andrew's liver sauce for inner cleanliness, <laughs> which is an expansive idea, which seems to cover the physical and the uh, psychological and the spiritual. They've maybe. gone a bit of MBS, yeah. mind, body, spirit. They have, yeah. But now it's upset stomach. Shut up. But that's quite a 70s concept, the upset stomach. Do I mean, that's what so? your mum would ring in. Oh, she's not coming in. She's got a bit of an upset stomach. Yeah, yes. Tummy right. ache, upset stomach. Maybe you're right. Anyway, that is two things, the modernisation yeah. of the incredible journey and <laughs> that other incredible journey, Andrew's liver salts. I don't yeah. like a modernisation on the whole, though. No. I don't like... Are you familiar with the original Parent Trap? No. With Hayley Mills? Oh, yes. That was, a, that was one of your, your Disney live actions. Fabulous film. And then they did a modernisation with Lindsay Lohan, your friend, Frank. I do. I mean, I love a li- anything with that. Lilo. Well, I love Lilo, but I mean, this, come on. I mean, Mills is up there for me. And it just felt like a slight vandalism of the past, really. I liked it, but it wasn't quite the same. I always felt with the Disney live action films, it was a bit like a fall live album. It's like they were running a bit short and they said, we need to put a film out. We haven't got time for all that drawing. (laughs) (laughs) Found Hayley Mills. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. They were never quite... They weren't up there yeah. with your, your yeah. Snow Whites and all and that. And they do the American versions as well. You're oh, a yeah. fan of uh, that... What was that series that was out very recently that you love? Broadchurch, Frank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you saw that very recently. I did, you? I did. They did an American version of that. Oh, with Also with David Tennant. Who we love. Mm. But it wasn't very good. Wasn't it? Was point. I'm afraid not. Yeah, but they told me that about episode two of Broadchurch <laughs> and my title. Season say, two, yeah. <laughs> season two, was, sorry, yes, not rapey, Oh, I liked it. Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? I, I, people, oh, people. Yeah, we've all got different They tastes, think this and they think, think that and they think nothing. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I was very disappointed in the uh, modern-day remake of The Incredible Hulk, you know, with Eric Banner. It's not even that modern now, it's a while ago. But I remember going along to it, because he's good in other stuff, and I was a big fan of the old Hulk, Lou Ferrigno and Dr David Banner. I mean, Well, did they only pick Eric because of his surname? Maybe. Nominative determinism. Maybe. Dr David Banner is the Hulk. But then they went and spoiled it by having a lot of CGI when he was the Hulk. Whereas what you really want is somebody like Lou Ferrigno, like a Mr. Universe type, six foot five, deaf. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Andre the Giant. He's your ideal. <laughs> that sort of guy. <laughs> painted green, like Did visible have, painted though? green. You know, Frank and I are big fans of the uh, the frayed gene work. Of the Hulk. Did mm. they have the phrase? I think they did, but again, it looked a little bit cartoony rather than kind of... Well, I don't mind that. He's a comic scared. book character. Intact button? I believe, if I remember rightly, I think he went for elastication. <laughs> I, um, I think he was called Bruce Banner in the comics. Bruce Banner. And then they changed it for Oh, some... to Dr. David Banner. Yeah, look, Bruce... I think in my childhood, the series starring Bill Bixby, mm. they changed it to Dr. David Banner. That's yeah. right. Mm. 
What an odd change. He's <laughs> it's like the elephant man. <laughs> yes. They call him um, John Merrick. That's right. Yes. And he was actually called Joseph. What kind of a change is that? <laughs> Weird. If I'm going to do an edit on the elephant man, I'm not going to start with the name. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I might branch out a bit. Yeah, but we're thinking, oh, no, we can't have him called yeah, keep, John. Keep the or initials, Joseph, rather. Keep the initials the same, because he's got, like, a handkerchief with his initials on the yeah. bag. Joseph, no-one's going to believe that. Weird. I can't get it. Couldn't, we're lucky they didn't change the rhino man or something. Mm. Like that spearmint rhino man. Uh. Yeah, that would have been uh, terrible. So I'll tell you what I, uh, I caught a little of. Mm. Um, the Grammys. Oh, well, the Grammys. Of, yeah, did, did, oh, yeah, one of your with, heroes was at the Grammys, but like, we'll get to that. What, CeeLo? <laughs> oh, man. He's not called CeeLo anymore, Frank. He's What's he called? Isn't he? What's he called, Frank? In case you don't know, uh, one of my slight <laughs> obsessions is Gunnar's Barkley. Who <laughs> <laughs> I always thought was a band, but really it's CeeLo Green's alter ego. Yes. Now he's he's. He hasn't exactly. He's probably has changed, but it's it's a it's a Change. development. I mean, it's quite dramatic. No, but best of makeover. All, what what <laughs> I'm delighted to hear about CeeLo is he likes a pun. Yes, oh. because he's now calling himself Gnarly Davidson. Gnarly Davidson. Gnarly, yeah. You could yeah. say. He arrived on a Gnarly Davidson. Oh, did he? Yes. It's <laughs> one of the greatest got, pictures I've ever seen. Has he got sponsorship? Oh, I wonder if so. he's doing it hoping for freebies. If he calls he himself, he wants a bike. Gnarly Davidson, he'll get a. How much Harley are these Davidson. bikes? Mm. Well, they're, they're expensive, but he's not. He's not sure. Crazy, didn't I was he? Thinking sure. about it just the other day when <laughs> when I arrived at an awards do um, in my alter ego, Alan Brugini. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. If no. there's any. And I arrived as um, <laughs> oh, here we go, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Frank Andrews liver salts, <laughs> hyphenated, obviously. Yeah, are you one of the Berkshire liver salts? I am, sir. <laughs> yes. Right, so <clears throat> we should have say in case we should have say I've got a bit Italian. Joe Dolce, is this lovely? What's the matter, you? Got to know respect. <laughs> That's what they should have said when CeeLo turned up. Oh, why you look so sad? <laughs> yeah. He had two outfits at the Grammys. No, the day before the Grammys. Did you see that outfit? Was that the gold outfit? No. No, Free that gold. was the black one, wasn't There was it? a Darth Vader outfit. Oh, yes, I yes. like that one. Yeah. Well, we that say Darth good. Vader. It was essentially a black zip-up tunic. The sort of thing your mum makes. No, but did he dress. have like a shiny dome thing or is that just his head? Like a strange a... sort of pit and helmet a thing. A pewter going head. On. Yeah. Look great. But he's got LED lights in his head now. I mean, is yeah. that a permanent thing? I love it. CeeLo is such an eccentric. <laughs> you think? I think he is. <laughs> I like that. But the gold suit. Well, I mean, don't get me started on the gold. There's so much to discuss. He looked like... You know when people talk about the love child of something, because it's a cross of two things? Yes. He looked like the love child of Gru from Despicable Me <laughs> and the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd got together and, and practised something illegitimate, that is what would have come out. Frank Skinner on the radio. Now, CeeLo... He's not here, is he? We're saying a gold suit, Al. Yeah. It was actually a tunic. Yes. It was, yeah. He didn't go... I thought he might, you know, get a waistcoat out. No, no. It was a tunic. 
Which is why I had a sort of Emperor Ming at a wedding. Well, he was a rectangle Bye. with his um, with his round <laughs> hands coming out the oh, top. Right. And yeah. I did think of you, Al, because I know often you're quite obsessed with the shoe, the footwear under the fancy dress. I'm interested, yeah. Gold spray paint Reebok? Do you think that's what it was? I, I wish he'd gone for a black slip on like people <laughs> do in fancy dress, <laughs> not gone the whole hog. It's interesting because Rihanna was photographed with a bejeweled hip flask. Yeah. And he looked a bit like a hip flask <laughs> in that tunic because he was like a rectangle with his... Um, with his swigging neck on the top. <laughs> he had a rounded collar. Yeah. And uh, a little popper on the side. Do you know much about um, CeeLo the man? Do any of us know much about CeeLo? <laughs> is, is he called CeeLo? isn't he? Is it like J-Lo? Is, is, that, is his name? Oh, like is he called... Christopher Lowe or something. Yeah. Like... Cecil London. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very delighted to find you as called Cecil London. I mean, London. he is a man of many a non-deplume, isn't he? We've got Celo Green, Gnarls Barkley, Gnarly yeah. Dick. Do you think well, he's signing on? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's known locally for having a very low ceiling. Yeah. And that's, very low. that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. That's why he has to wear that um, dome. <laughs> He's banging his head on the light he fittings. Made <laughs> he made a statement. Did you read his statement? Oh, I hope he did. He said, look at me, look at me. You did this to me, CeeLo Green. You, category C swear word, idiot. But I like it. I'm actually better than you, than everyone. A, kamikaze, a kamikaze upon you. Vengeance is mine, saith Gnarly Davidson. Hmm. P.S. Technology Jesus. <laughs> Saves. saves. Jesus saves. Like yeah. Technology Jesus saves. Yeah. yeah. Well, you look, follow the Nazarene. You're like that. I follow yeah, the that? Nazarene. I'm not following CeeLo <laughs> Green. <laughs> the man's talking gibberish. What's wrong what do with you him? Think? <laughs> he is. I, I think he's like Shirley Eaton in golfing and he hasn't left a space for his hair to, skin to breathe. <laughs> I was worried. Painted himself that. gold and now he's gone to his brain. Oh, dear. Do you know what I thought let him down? What? With the gloves. They were very joke shop quality. Oh, really? You know when you get it in the packet and it's designed for one wear only? I didn't mm. like the gloves. No. They're very threadbare. But I did like the pawn. Gnarly Davids. Yeah, that is good. That what is he good. should have done, he should have worn a false um, belly mm. and called himself Beyonce Gnarls. <laughs> Not sure he would need to wear the false belly. I was just belly. thinking he doesn't <laughs> need the false belly. I think he's doing fine. In fact, I think he might be doing quite a good job of um, making the best of... of what he's got, <laughs> as it were. Like, if you're CeeLo Green... Really? If you're CeeLo Green and you have to go somewhere as fancy dress... You like, call him CeeLo... I, I call him Sir Walter Gnarly. Gnarly <laughs> <laughs> Edmonds, I call him. When he's going fancy dress, he sort of has to go, you know, weird creature from Star Wars bar kind of thing, because, you know, you know, handsome leading man is yeah. a bit too much of a jump if you, if you get So you're trip. saying his fear of getting into the... Traditional tux. I, I wonder. Made to put on some outfit that looks like uh, Mother of the Bride at Dictator's <laughs> wedding. Makes him look like a sort of a pepper <laughs> pot in some way. Yeah. yeah. But that's no bad thing. But he's still, he's still done the classic celebrity thing I hear of writing a children's book. He Even has. he. Here we go. He's yeah. calling himself uh, <laughs> Roll Nall. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, so, we, we're at the Grammys. Mm. There's an excellent She's a lovely old lady. <laughs> There's an excellent photograph from the Grammys of um, of Adele standing next to Jay-Z in in the newspaper and Adele's in quite a beautiful sort of green yes, ball gown. It's lovely. Jay Jay-Z is in a sort of a blue tux 
And underneath, in I think it was the Daily Mail, it said Adele brackets left. Close brackets <laughs> and Jay Z. <laughs> so I was reading it going, Adele and Jay Z, which is which? Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's not, I'd fancy my chances in an identity parade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if Adele had broken into my house the night before, yeah. I yeah. reckon I'd spot her. No CeeLo yes. in the picture. No CeeLo. No, was, I think, uh, again, I, I'd fancy my chances of identifying CeeLo. I think he was getting so. changed into one of his other characters. <laughs> he was, he was the, uh... schwitzing under that gold makeup. Is he? Oh, it was all coming through. What did you make of the uh, the whole Adele thing? I'm not so sure. You know, I, I can't know. possibly accept this well, We should say what then... it was. She got, was it five awards? Yes. And then she broke one in two <clears throat> to give to Beyonce. Well, they say that was a happy accident. Do they? Oh. That she didn't physically break into. Apparently it's from apart. in the film Mean Girls. All oh, right. Yes. Some girl Lohan. wins... Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, it's, oh, I've got I'm losing oh, track of her career. Uh, sorry, Mean Girls correspondence. Is it uh, Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. She breaks up a tiara and gives it to all the other girls in the oh. beauty pageant to right. show that we're oh. all winners. Oh, OK. That's what Frank did with the Sony Award. <laughs> well, I, I know didn't, you didn't. I didn't actually do that. <laughs> but, you know, you can have... Um, you did you, you can have number eight. You did with your love. My love? Yeah. Well, I felt you did it in a loving way. Yes, I did, yeah. Shared love. I, I, I wonder what you were hinting at. So um, suspicious. Sorry, Kim. <laughs> well, this was the thing. She's. I mean, she's a, a mega talent, Adele. Mm. She's... She, does she do live? I've, on two yeah. big occasions now, she's had the high-profile live song. One, if you remember, a microphone fell on the piano strings. Oh, yeah. And now... Um, she stopped the performance. And yeah, she George, said, George Michael, again. the George Michael tribute. She oh, well. turned out to be car crash television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said, sorry, Ken. She did. <laughs> I, I don't know who Ken is. I'm hoping that Ken Livingston is working as a sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear that. I've got, I can't let him down. I've got to do this. Is yeah. that what she said? Yeah. Was, she said... Uh, She'd become very intense. Yeah. Has she? Adele. Oh. But that's twice... I, you know, I, I've been on a few shows where they have a band come on at the end or a performer, you know, and do a number. Yeah. Big name bands. Mm. They always have to do it two or three times. Yeah. Really? I mean, what's going on? So, I did think, if you, if you, well, how, what would happen if you and Alan tried that approach? Let's say you did your first five, wasn't oh going well, yeah. and you oh suddenly said, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I've got to start again, I yeah. can't mess this up for him. Yeah, I've got to get this not. right, and then did the same jokes again. Yeah. Oh. I mean, how would that work? Well, well what you're okay. describing there is an anxiety dream that I have <laughs> at least once every three weeks. <laughs> Has me... a comic ever done that, do you think? Just started from scratch? What would happen if you did? I did see it happen once. One of, uh, arguably, the funniest man I've ever known was a man called uh, Roger Mann. And he, I saw him do a, a gig at a place called the Egg Club. And he did his opening bit. And um, if you can imagine the antithesis of warm-up, mm. it was that. It, it, was, it went very badly. But as the night, he was, because he was a more challenging type of stand-up, he didn't go down to them like I did. He raised them up. Yeah. Uh, to a strange place. Um, <laughs> but what, they started to warm to him later on. And so he said, oh, he didn't like me before. He said, oh, and then he started, he did his first routine again because he thought, no, he'd won them over. <laughs> and, um, 
You know the phrase deja vu? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he just, um, that bit died again. Oh, but, um, such was the level of his comedy courage, might I say. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we were talking about the, uh, the Grammys. And Adele snapping the award was a happy accident, they claimed, which I'm, I'm mm. glad to hear, because I think if she was doing it as a sort of a, a piece of kind of bravado of, oh, I don't deserve this award, but I'm going to give half of it away, I, I worry about moments like that, because what if she'd tried to snap it and then just, like, it bent yes. and it's actually made of slightly firmer metal, yeah. and then she just gets bogged down in one of those... Long and twisting also, it. Have a his master's voice gramophone on it. Is that what? Um... Well, how did she break? Did she break the bass off the? Well, this is what I'm thinking. And who who gets what part? I don't do get Beyonce a bit. Took a, a wooden plinth. I mean, the thing is, I'm going to say something very unpopular here. There was a plinth tribute. Find... I've heard. That's what Chris <laughs> Eubank told me. <laughs> This Beyonce thing, I find it a bit over the top. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know you're not allowed to say this, and already I can feel the tension in this room with these women, but uh, she's okay. That's me and you that she's talking about there, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay, isn't she? She's fine. She's all right. She's had a few good, you know, I love that crazy in love one a few years ago. Yeah, I like all the single ladies. I like that. That's good. But it's like this this whole... I like all the single ladies. I know, but it's over the top now. But what happens on tour stays on tour, yeah? (laughs) <laughs> it's over the top, this lemonade one, which was basically saying, you know, an it to a sterilised milk in it? was about how you should stay with a cheetah. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yes. Was it? Who wrote it, Tarzan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same old excuse. <laughs> I know you love me. <laughs> OK, you can come back, we'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's waited a long time to be in the charts, Cheetah. <laughs> yes. Finally had his moment. Anyway, that she's was ta- from Tarzan and the regrafted relationship. Some mm. beautiful yeah. film. I cried. <laughs> didn't like the remake, though, did we? Oh, no. No, no they, it didn't work with a rhino. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. She said, Adele, I want you to be my mommy. And she said, I love you. I mean, calm down, well, everyone. We've all got, you know, we've all, we're all fans of people, but, you know, she's not Gandhi. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> not who? Gandhi. <laughs> I thought that's what you'd said. Yeah, no, she's not. It was, it was just a bit too heartfelt. She's not felt. even David Gandhi. No, <laughs> no. It, it, was, it was too heartfelt for me. I mean, you know... I, to be honest, if you're going to put a gun to my head, do I think either of them made the album of the year? Almost certainly not. No. <laughs> Who would you give it to? I think probably PJ Harvey. OK. Oh, oh yes, you like yeah. that one, Frank. Oh, yes. But, you know, it's, they, don't, they don't get their awards, those sort of people. They like the easy access. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was so heartfelt. You know, you've changed my life. Mm. You know, you've empowered all my... etc. And there was a... I, t- I did think, you know, and I, I respect Adele. I saw Adele sing live at the Brits last year, and she's, you know, she's yeah. very, it's not my copper char, but very talented. But um, I do wish when she was doing that heart for, I love you, I love you, you're my life, all my friends love you, that you'd cut to the woman she's talking to and she'd have said, I'm, I'm Fleur East. 
<laughs> Beyonce's sitting over there. <laughs> that would have been such a great moment. Oh, you couldn't come back from that, could you? No. That would have been microphone on the piano strings times ten. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Fleur East. Eh? I said I'm Fleur East. You know, from X Factor. Anyway, um... What about Chance the night. Rapper? I like Chance. So he ha- his, uh, are you familiar with his work? Um, I'm, not, I'm not massively. Is it Colouring it. Book, the album? Are we asking our oh. young representative. Yeah, they know yeah. these things. More he follows the Nazarene. He does. does he? Well, does he follow the he Nazarene? He closed his speech. Glory be to God, let's go. Oh, I God. He did. Did he mean let's go, though? Was he putting his coat on at that point? <laughs> I think he, <laughs> yes. was, he was off to the promised land. He or, was, yeah. He <laughs> might have been going to visit the balm in Gilead. He, said, <laughs> he claimed this victory in the name of the Lord. Did, there you go, fair yeah. enough. He's my kind of guy, Chance. Yeah. He didn't put it down to Chance? No. <laughs> he put it down to divine intervention. <laughs> I respect him for that. I might have a listen to his album. What's it called, Sarah? Oh, yes, colouring books. Bieber's on so. it, Frank. Is he? Bieber? And Kanye. All really? your friends. God, they love it. They love it. Feet. <laughs> oh, they love feet. <laughs> feet, Justin Bieber. Feet, Kanye West. Yeah. Feet, oh. feet, feet. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Too crowded in there. Imagine if CeeLo was in there Too as well. Too many feet. There's no room for CeeLo. Schmidt singing that gold tunic. It'd be like the Blitz. be like in the underground on the Blitz. CeeLo in there. Yeah. Unexploded bomb is what he looked like on the night. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, yeah. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't text us today. We're not here. We're um, recording. Uh, we're actually um, broadcasting from Johannesburg. We're phoning it in, aren't we? Phoning mm. it in. But uh, we're not really. We just—it's a pre-record. I yeah. apologise. <laughs> um, but I tell you what did happen this week. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Valentine's Day. Oh, what did you do? Well, I, um, it was an interesting. I, I did perhaps the most uniquely Valentine's Day thing I think I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Red Is roses. It, we, well, I certainly did that, but yeah. not. I tell you what's happened. <clears throat> it's that Kath has started getting me a dozen red roses as well. That's nice, though. I think ladies should get roses for the men. It's a bit, oh, we've got a house. We can't move for roses in our house. Big house, though, isn't it? Just yeah. having in every room. She bought me a card. I, I, this is how I got my one up my chip. We, we would draw, we were level after the rose count. Yeah. yeah. She Same bought, number each. She bought me a card. I, um, I made her a card. Oh, nice. Frank, good work. Oh, I win. You, had you forgotten? Is that what happened? No, I've really got into... On the evening um, of the 13th, you Did you do one of your drawings? I did, I did one of my drawings. Um, I, to be honest, I've, I've watched my child now... We had visitors come in the, the weekend, and he said, uh, no, I'll make him a card, and he just does it. And I thought, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Mm. Make, uh, make art part of your everyday life. Well, he so, knows yeah. it's a crowd pleaser as well. Oh, God, you can't go wrong. Whereas I find with adults, people can be quite critical. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the uniquely and quintessential, in a way, um, alternative Valentine's Day activities, we went out for a, a lovely meal, but on the way... We stopped off at the hospital reception to oh. um, to drop off Kat's heart monitor. Oh. 
So she was actually wearing a heart monitor on Valentine's Day. Oh! <laughs> Turns out she has got one. That's good. <laughs> I, I, what, a, what a fool I've made of myself. <laughs> I made a stance on that, but now the evidence... No, we... Um, yeah, she's all right, so don't worry. Um, I know a lot of you at home were on the edge of your um, bean bags. <laughs> I should think. Yeah. Is there an edge to a bean bag? Uh, it depends how it's, um, how it's sitting. Oh. You can get an outer ridge on it, not unlike the Cornish pasty <laughs> handle. Well, if they're taut as well... No like, one's taught nowadays. Like the dogs it. we were discussing. <laughs> <laughs> then they oh, can yes. be. But if there's just, you know, all the white polystyrene balls, oh, yeah. those ones are slightly different. Yeah. I love a beanbag. If it was up to mm. me, I wouldn't have any conventional furniture in our house. I'd just, really? just have the bags. Mm-hmm. We've got a big beanbag in the kitchen. Love it. You're a big Chesterfield fan as well. I like a Chesterfield, but I thought now... Thought it was West Brom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Lovely place, Chesterfield. Have you been there? Uh, probably. Lovely oh. tea rooms. So <laughs> we went to um, quite a nice uh, restaurant. In fact, it was so classy. What about this? A waiter dropped an enormous tray of food and drinks and nobody applauded or cheered. Oh, <laughs> too posh. I mean, that is sophistication yeah. gone crazy. Yeah. Silence. But it was Super it was lovely. Stuff. I like a Valentine's Day. It's, yeah. uh, it's just a little opportunity, isn't it? Show you care, Frank. I'm guessing Al <laughs> didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've never really done that. <laughs> when you say we, did you say, um, I'm not having Valentine's Day in this house? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Are if, those you prices, now, if you want. I'm having now to do with it. No. Yeah. I said, see all here, all say now. Love all, <laughs> love nout. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm fearing it's going. Well, I like it. <laughs> I can't wait till next year. That isn't strictly true. <laughs> At my age, that would be a reckless state of affairs. Frank Skinner on the radio. What's new? Um, well, more appropriately, what's old? Come on. How dare you? Dave, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave Mitchell, 49, is uh, not old. Is in the papers <laughs> boasting, I'm going to say it boasting, that his um, Nokia 3310 mobile phone is the oldest in use in Britain. I don't know how he's checked this. Remember them? But 17 years old. I don't. Since 2000. Is that a sort of... When I say the 3310 Nokia, do you think, oh, those are the days? Do you I <laughs> immediately remember which 3310, I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the Motorola Flip, yeah? No? Uh, not the Just flip, me, but... then. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a catchy title, is it? What, 3310? The 3310. Yeah. No. Do you, oh, you had a 3310, I remember. I did have a 3310. Last year, I, I think. Didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know it was called a 3310. Have you been calling it the 3310? No, <laughs> I think I used to call it my <laughs> phone. Consuming. Yeah. Who yeah, cares about... I mean, that's for the factory people. <laughs> the code so? Oh, you were one of them at one stage. I know, but I mean, it's like, where did you, uh, <laughs> where'd you put the search three tens, Carl? <laughs> They're on that pallet over there. It's not for the user. Who cares what the number... <laughs> what I enjoy about... They say your phone number. recreating dialogue, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that was excellent. But that's not what people mean when they say phone number. They mean, like... <laughs> no, you're right. Who cares? No, but what I liked about this story was that Dave Mitchell, comma, 49... Yeah. There's a photograph <laughs> that has been taken of him in order to illustrate how antiquated his phone is. 
And in order to do this, they've shown him holding up his phone next to an iPhone, scratching his head <laughs> in a sort of silent movie approach to yeah, acting. I, I love that. It's like surprise, shock, confusion. He's only got the five emotions. But um, I it's like It's always that. been one of my favourite things. Uh, in... <laughs> In local press, they used to do it a lot. Just assume that people can't read or haven't got time to. <laughs> so the one that always sticks in my mind was that a bloke was leaving a tube factory after mm. 50 years or whatever, and they had a picture of him, and he was standing outside a factory holding up a tube, <laughs> and then there was a group of people waving <laughs> to him. I mean, all right, we get it. We get what happened in that bloke's life. This is... a. Uh, can I tell you something? This reminds me of... I interviewed um, the well-known popular comedian and singer Max Bygraves, no longer with us. Oh, yeah. And, um, ironically, I suppose that's nom- nom- <laughs> nominative determinism. <laughs> um, and um, he said, look, um, Frank, I've, I've written a few gags, if you just give me the feed lines. Oh. And I said, OK. So it was his birthday, he was 80 or something. Is so, this on your chat show? Yeah, and yeah. I tell you what it was. Um, do you remember when Judy Finnegan's top fell down yes, at I some award yeah. ceremony yeah. and revealed a, a big awards. white brassier? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it was just after that. So Max obviously thought he did a bit of topical stuff. So he said, um, <laughs> "I got a, um, I got a, uh, I got a um, present from uh, that." Um, and I'm, well, I'm on the edge of my seat trying to feed him the thing. <laughs> Because I said, what did you have for your birthday, Max? This is he'd written, handwritten script. I've still got it. Blue oh, Byro, lined paper. God love him. And he said, um, I got a present from that, um, uh, that, that Judith Finnegan, which no one's ever called him before. <laughs> he said, she bought me uh, two of those, um, uh, and I said, Mobile phones? As if I could have possibly <laughs> guessed that in a million years. Like a Darren Brown show. He said, yeah, she bought me two. What a lovely pair of Nokias, he said. And that was, that was his gag. <laughs> and another one he did, he said, I got a comb from William Hague. Right. Because William Hague is bald. Famously hadn't had their man. transplant, yeah. But, I mean, you can get it. It's all right to get a comb from someone who's bald. It's not, they're not giving you their comb. They're not re-gifting. Yeah. You just well, go to a shop. You know. This is what I should have said. But Max, the oh, thing, is so that, thing is with that, thing is with that, is you know, I, I mean, I, I don't drive a motorbike, but I could buy you one. Yes. That'd be no, but I'm just saying, no, no, no. But listen, bear me out, hear me out. <laughs> so a bald man could go and buy a comb. Yes, but I, I mean, they are, no, no, no. Listen, you know, there wouldn't be any restriction. I, I should have done that, but mm. um, no, I you shouldn't have. He may have fallen to his knees in tears, and uh, looking back, it would have been great television. <laughs> it would, mm. yeah. Anyway, God bless him. Frank Skinner on the radio. Another uh, thing he said, this character... Max Bygraves. No, Dave, what did he used to say? I want to tell you a story. He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. And did he? He told a story. Look, there, there were basic narratives. Mm. OK. Uh, Dave Mitchell. Dave Mitchell, 49. 49. Oh, yeah. I, he uses a word, and I don't think the word means what he thinks it means. Oh, really? Because he says at one point he likes playing Snake on the phone. Yeah. Snake 2, I think he likes. Oh, yeah. does he? Okay. I don't remember. Um, this is, the, this is <laughs> another sequel in which the snake talks. 
<laughs> Michael yeah. J. Fox, doesn't Snakes they? on the phone, <laughs> the less no, successful sequel. I don't, I'm not familiar with either Snake or, it, or its You didn't uh, play Snake? Sequel. No, I don't know. What is it? Well, this was a feature of the Nokia 3310 that <laughs> some, <laughs> some people <laughs> did not know about. So some people like yourself had that phone and never, ever played knew Snake. the joys of playing Snake. I didn't know it was on there. It was really a trailblazer in yeah. phone-based like gaming. I thought it was the sequel to that big Adam and Eve movie they made (laughs) in the 80s, Snake 2. Yeah, Snake was popular, wasn't it? Can you give me, is it possible to paint a brief (laughs) picture of what (laughs) happened? (laughs) Was there a snake? There was a snake. Alan, what happens? Like, there's a narrative attached to it. If you imagine your um, phone screen with the numbers, so the top, middle, right, bottom and left... I'm worried, be, I'm worried now that people at home are switching <laughs> off. They would be your directions for the snake. Oh. So, for example, yeah. if you wanted the snake to go right, you would press Moving number three. What was, it, what, number was three. Its, what was its preferred destination? It, what was was it, just, after? it would just keep going What forward. does the snake want? Well, what it doesn't want, Frank, <laughs> in the game, it doesn't want to eat itself. So you have to turn the snake around and yeah, it, it would travel. You have to travel, stop it eating itself. And it gets that's bigger what, as what it's going around. around. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happened to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you read my... My uh, book, Pop Will Eat Itself. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, no, I've never me. heard this thing. Fun game. Fun game. Okay. Well, the thing is, he says his needs are basic. I like that. And he likes playing Snake. I if liked... he's bored. I think he meant the phone. Yeah. He said, though, at that point, he then said, this phone is made of kryptonite. Yes. Mm. And he took that to mean it's very strong. Mm. Indestructible. But I yeah, think yeah. kryptonite is an Achilles heel. It means a weakness. Because the only people that get affected by kryptonite is a very small demographic. It's people from the planet Krypton. Yes. So it doesn't mean it's strong. No. If you say that's my kryptonite, you mean that's my weakness. It's a good yes. question that whether because the people from Krypton, um, yeah. because of the red sun that they grow up under, Lovely when they're under, the, Frank, when they're, when they're under the yellow sun of Earth, they yeah. develop superpowers. But yeah. you'd think that the rock from Krypton would yeah. also become unbreakable. But there's lots of examples of people making like crypt, crypt, um, kryptonite arrowheads and kryptonite bullets and stuff. I would say when someone says kryptonite, it's my kryptonite, I see that as a weakness. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It's like a Good sort night. of a bit of my nemesis. <laughs> I'll tell you what, goodness, I, I'm here. I'll tell you what I was worried about with, you know, the, com- the comedy photos you're talking about <laughs> with uh, him scratching his head and pulling a face and showing his um, old phone. Yeah. I didn't like that because, I don't know if you noticed it, they're monumental masons, Dave. Noticed it. It was all over their polo shirts, which were right in the forefront of the picture. But more worryingly, there was a work in progress (laughs) tombstone (laughs) behind them. Was there? Which you could clearly read the names of the the dead (laughs) on it. (laughs) Spoiler alert. And I thought, I mean, I love a bit of context in any any press picture, but I just thought, if these these were my... um, my family. I don't yeah. know if I'd want them as a comedy backdrop. No. To Monumental the... Masons since 1843. <laughs> yes. Oh, he had a digital clock on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, I wish that... Just put a cover over the, uh, over yes. the stones. Yeah, That's yeah. Next, time, next time the press around. I'm respect. sure they'll be back. Um <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I will say this, I do have a slight suspicion about this uh, Nokia 3310 story. 
mm-hmm. because no sooner was Dave Mitchell 49 mm. in the um, press saying that his <laughs> phone has lasted him 17 years, yeah. but now I'm hearing from my sources, as they say on the news, I'm hearing that uh, Nokia are considering re-releasing the 3310, like a basic yeah. phone. It's just a phone. Yeah. No yeah. emails. Too much of a coincidence, you think? Snake 2. Will it still be well, Snake 2? Maybe it'll be like Snake 47 or whatever it is. What else do you get on it? Texts? I think so, yeah. The calculator? Snake 2. Oh, yeah, you That's always a get a calculator. I don't think I could, I could live without a calculator. <laughs> I mean, could you go back... <laughs> I've used one about five times since I've had a smartphone. Could you go back to predictive text, though, after the uh, after the iPhone or whatever system you're on? It's going to cost what? £50. Pounds. What, is a text? No. Oh, oh, the phone. Phone. Yeah. Oh. I'll tell it's you what, cheap, I, th- I thought about Not the bad. calculator recently. I just looked at it, because I was, I was getting rid of some apps, and you know there's right. ones that you can't get rid of, they just live on the phone. Yeah. They're sort of internal. Yes. They've got squatters' rights. Yeah. Yes. And one of them was the calculator. And I thought, I haven't used was that, that for ages. Newsstand? Never use newsstand. No, oh, I've I got, I do oh, use. Oh, you like newsstand? Yeah, I've got a, a Times Literary Supplement is oh, one of mine. Oh, lovely for newsstand. And, and, uh, it's like 1950s, I like it. And Poetry Magazine, <laughs> which oh, you yeah, never heard of, you know, get your yeah. Poetry Magazine. No one ever did <laughs> no, that. No, not at all. But um, I looked at my calculator and uh, my previous calculation was still on it. The answer... Two three one. Two three I'd date one. It, I'd date it a bit. Doesn't it just? <laughs> yeah, I wonder oh. what I was working out. No two, idea. Three, one. Hang on, are we going back to Aladdin? <laughs> just give me a second. Two three one. I think you're adding two hundred and thirty and one. one. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's my guess. Mm. Yeah, but I must have been calculating something what was he in my life. Working out for two three one. Oh yeah. Yeah, just um, email us the answer. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know what it was. But um, it did make me think I'd never, ever, ever use. I'll tell you what my problem is with this. I mean, I like the idea that it might be the big, the rebooting of civilization, getting rid of the smartphone. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, the zombie children we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. might be slightly closed. I can't believe they're going to get lost in the world of Snake too. No. No. You never know. Here's the thing I saw on the train. I saw earlier a millennial Mm. making calls on a phone. I didn't think they they do that that. often. I very rarely make calls on my phone. What about when you ring one of the millennials on the show and they just they don't answer? They think that's weird. Mm. This girl made like three or four consecutive (laughs) calls using her phone. Maybe that's the next thing. What about when people switch switch medium now when you you phone someone and they text you back? I mean, what a slap in the face that is. I tell you what that is as well. What about when they ring you? uh, Yeah, and then they text you afterwards, but sometimes I think they're checking up on you as well. Have you ever Mm. had when they text you... You don't answer, you don't respond, sorry, and then they ring you. I've had that. Oh, have you? Mm. I, I do do a bit of um, call screening and then text saying, I'm on the quiet coach, I can't really take your call right now. I do a bit of that. And, and do you do it only when you're on the quiet coach? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I call you out. <laughs> that is so... Now, I'm wondering now, has he done that to me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. We were, we were talking about um, Dave Mitchell, 49, and his old school phone. He's <laughs> not sensitive about his age. Nokia 3310. And uh, it, I was thinking about this, because I think I'm more old school than new school, except one of, one of the things about the mobile phone nowadays that I really like is getting emails. 
But I've recently changed car. I bought my mother-in-law's 11-year-old saloon car. Mm. And, Swing uh, indoors. What? <laughs> Swing indoors. I always felt saloon cars should have swinging doors and a oh, pianist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not quite, but it is, um, it is old school. Like, it's, if a kid drew a car, it would have, like, a, a boot and, and a bonnet. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not an estate or a hatchback. It's a proper... 11 years old now is an old car. Blocky, no, I don't think it is. It's really mm. good. Well, has she got the old one, then? She's upgraded her car, and I've always admired her car, so I oh. bought it off her. But anyway... It has a six CD multi changer. Oh, I had one of those oh. in my last car. I yeah. had one of those. You have it's... to think ahead, though. It's yeah. terrible when you think, oh, I'd love a bit of Buddy Holly. <laughs> you haven't loaded him. <clears throat> exactly. Although it's not in the boot, it's in the front. The six CD multi changer. Oh, mine, you right see, mine was in the boot. Me front too. loading. Front loading. But it hasn't got. Now um, I've just got Bluetooth telephony. This is exactly what I mean. I'm old school because I'm listening to actual CDs. And I actually bought some old school house music on CD the other day, like you know Frankie Knuckles and old school like club anthems. Frankie Knuckles, <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> to him. play on to play on my old school. Do you know Frankie CD Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> no, but thanks, thanks for the, the tip. <laughs> there was a strange moment when I uh, I drove the car and I went back to my in-laws' house and. Because I've been listening to podcasts on my previous vehicle using an AUX cable, you know the AUX? Hashtag AUX. <laughs> well, this was the odd moment. I said to my wife, it hasn't got AUX, meaning AUX, the cable. And what did she, she say? heard it AUX. hasn't got AUX, A-W-K-S. Oh. And her cousin who was visiting thought I was talking about AUX, O-R-K-S. Oh, oh I know, an AUX. Why would I come back That's having like test-driven a... an 11-year-old car and gone, yeah. oh, there's no AUX in there? AUX are like those fantasy creatures. I thought you were going to say something like, say, <laughs> for example, it hadn't got ears. <laughs> yeah. And you're visiting relative also hadn't got ears and you yeah. walked in having not seen him and said it hasn't got any orcs <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's that what made you... slightly more sense yeah because he idea. wouldn't have heard you anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> what's he going to eat to that horrible pink hole thing at the side of his hand oh, yeah. it's almost covered by sideburn I'm... That is he's not the... helping himself yeah. that is the joy of him how do you listen to your music Frank um, I, I play uh, I play CDs in the car. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, I find that the... No, Apple Music for you. I, well, I've got the... Uh, there's, there's a th- I can sort of plug my phone in, but yeah. it never seems, it seems a bit hit and miss. Okay. Does it? It's all right for... I, I like the big finish CDs on the long drive. Yeah. So the sixth Doctor I'm ploughing into at the moment. That's what I thought. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I um, I like a bit of old school. Well, I follow the Nazarene. That is yeah. old school. Who I think does uh, predates the Nokia um, 3310. <laughs> Marginally, yeah. You and Snake older. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and the the um, I like the, uh, the the handkerchief, the hard copy handkerchief. Love a hanky. Yeah. You see, you know, for my recent birthday, I had nine different. No, ten. Ten different handkerchiefs bought me. You kidding? From different no. individuals? Yeah. Well, they're going to be listening now. Wow. Sorry if you doubled up, loves. No, no, they're all different designs. Okay. One of them's got a Cyberman on it. Imagine it. I mean, how are you going to Well, you can never have enough hankies. That's the point, I suppose. No, I think you can. I think you can. I think <laughs> no, nine, Frankie Knuckles. Ten. 
<laughs> he, he goes through uh, half pack. a dozen a week. <laughs> no, I um, Dean Martin and the Rat Pack—they loved a hanky in the pocket. No, I, I like I, That's it, a lot. Keep it real with. You know, uh, you're gonna have to knot them together and do a magic act. That's the only way. To no one has ever bought me tissues, ever. I mean, not. what kind of a present would that be? <laughs> Somebody said, "I've got you a nice packet of Andrex." <laughs> I'd say I'm Catholic, and they'd say, "No Andrex." <laughs> um, it's not a nice prize, um, no. is it? I've been bought, I don't even know if I can have, be considered acceptable, I've been bought uh, feminine hygiene products. As a gift for yes. a birthday? Yeah. Amongst other things. Oh, my goodness. Amongst other really? things. Really? Yes. Hmm. I bet there were <laughs> strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Trevon. think this is, as as, this is as low as we've ever got, maybe. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't think it is. Why should it be? We're fighting for sisters. <laughs> And sisters are doing it for themselves. We're allowed to talk about yes. it, exactly. Yes, that exactly. <laughs> These things happen. We don't think we can get more old school now, than this. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm also old school in that I don't use a hairdryer. I use a towel oh. turban. Oh, oh, I love a towel turban. Do you like a towel turban? I think the turban generally aren't. I used to like, when you get those Hollywood beauties and they've got the turban with a, yeah. a small jewel at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them with plumage. I mean, those ones. When you get plumage. I'll keep that turban on for two to three hours. It looks... My favourite picture of my partner is her sitting with an enormous white towel turban reading uh, Roald Dahl short stories. That's lovely. I like the sound of that. It's got everything. Yeah. It's got it all, Frank. It is, though. I don't know why women don't go out in them. Mm. I mean, you can keep your Dysons. Um, Yes, exactly. Yeah. Trying to work out where, where that came in, but yes. <laughs> I thought it was you're casting a slur on the West Bromwich Albion defender. No, I think it's about the hairdryers. Yeah. yeah. Towel versus hairdryer. I, I haven't used a hairdryer. I've, I've used one on my trousers. I haven't used one on my hair. <laughs> Why? Um, well, if you're going out, you're oh, in a, okay. a light coloured trousers. Yes, I understand. Sometimes, I understand, you know, the, yeah. the, uh, the birthmark as we. Used to call it in the old days. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we've reached that um, that stage known as um, what they call it the end. I think in radio, the radio, show. radio parlance. Really, wow. radio parlance would be a very old-fashioned, old-school station. Anyway, hopefully hosted by Ray Parlance. <laughs> 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 he needs the money. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back live next week. Okay, so uh, bring on the feathers. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens, Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.